Previously on Seek Alternate Route. Yeah, I was there seven years and just you know, going from working the overnight, talking on the radio late at night to nobody, to some, you know, to a few truckies and uh, <laughs> and bakers who are up at 3am. Yep. And then slowly getting to like, okay, now you're filling in on weekend breakfast and then you're doing weekend breakfast and then you're filling in on the breakfast show and then everything's looking like, oh, maybe you're going to get your own regular show during the week. Sounds like your first heartbreak. Career heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't had a heartbreak. I've never, I hadn't gone through like a actual separation. I'm Kyron Wheatley, and this is my journey to find not just a new job, but a new career, or at least work out what that career might be. Proudly brought to you by Seek, this is Seek Alternate Route. If you're new to the podcast, you should really go back to episode one. I realised that leaving my job isn't the end of the world. I'm just at a fork in the road, and I shouldn't have let my fear of failure define me. It was eye-opening. But we're learning from mistakes, and I now know I can't be doing this all by myself. So I'm going to talk to Sabina Reid again. She's a psychologist who also changed careers. I asked Sabina about my friends and family, like if I should talk to them about me switching up my career. I think it's wonderful idea to get your friends and family on board and, you know, invite their input. And it doesn't mean that you have to listen to it hook, line and sinker. I mean, they're giving you their reflections. And I think when we lose our own sort of our own internal compass, we might lean too heavily on those of our family and friends. Mm-hmm. But when we have a sense of who we are and what our values are and what matters to us most, then what they can offer to the mix is only going to be a bonus. How many of us make big decisions based on what we think other people think of us? Um, I think often we make decisions based on what we think other people think of us, but until we check in with them, probably what we assume they think and what they are thinking are worlds apart. Mm. And, you know, again, it's a story in our head that, um, you know, my mum expects this of me and and I need to do the right thing by her or this is why I went to the school that I went to or, you know, there's so many stories in our head. But when we check in with that person, they really, they really say that. That doesn't – now, sometimes, um, sometimes parents do. Sometimes parents will say, you know, we sent you to a good school and we didn't expect you to be running a food truck. Mm. That's not what we expected. But when you unpack that, you know, a, a, maybe a parent's well-meaning um, but sometimes unhelpful commentary. <laughs> yeah. When we unpack that, it's usually fear-based. It's that I want what's best for you. I don't want you to be vulnerable out there. I don't want you to struggle. I want you to, you know, live a good life. I want you to have a better life than I had. There's always a story that sits under it. And until we have those kind of conversations and dialogues with our loved ones, we just get stuck in making assumptions. So I think my advice would be check in. Check in with these people. It doesn't mean that what they're telling us to do is the, you know, the unwritten law that we must abide to every step of the way. But those conversations, let it be a catalyst for a conversation as opposed to a, a finite conversation with, you know, neat little package solutions. Open the, open the lines of communication and see what you'd learn about each other. Is there a line where it becomes unhealthy, though, to, like to take into account the views of others? Like when you think about something big like changing careers, that's very much about yourself. And so is there can they cross that line? Yeah, I think we have to create boundaries for ourselves, which is not always easy to do. And of course, a parent-child relationship is loaded with um, a different power imbalance, even when it doesn't matter how old we are. We could be in our 30s or our 40s or our 50s and we're still the child. 
So we, you know, often revert back to the family dynamics when we're a child, even though we're an adult now. So if you have, as I said at the outset, a strong sense of self and you're able to hear what your parents are saying as, you know, just another person who's got, who knows you well and giving you input as opposed to telling you what to do in an authoritarian way, um, I think that's a healthier approach. People will always say things that don't serve you well and other advice will serve you well. And the only person that can can work with that is you. Mm-hmm. You know, cherry pick. Does that make sense to me? Does that resonate? Do you think, is that true of who I am? Is that how I see myself? Or is that undoing me? Is that not helpful? Is that making me feel less than? And pick and choose what we need, you know, to take from these people that care about us. Often those that know us well, they have a sense of what makes us tick. They observe when we're at our best, when we're, when we're flourishing, when we're thriving. And so if you have a, a healthy, open relationship, you know, be open to their input because sometimes they see things about us that we don't see about ourselves. Okay, so it's pretty important to have those close to me in the loop with what's going on. Well, actually, you know what? They've been in the loop. We're talking about really getting into it, hearing their honest opinions. And as Sabina says, and I can take or leave whatever I like from what they have to say. But if they're going to really challenge me, like really challenge what I'm going through, what if I don't like their honest opinions? Screw it. I've got my microphone and my best friend Maddie, and I'm off to visit mum. Maddie's one of those friends where she's actually also my mum's friend now. Don't know how that happened. But while Maddie and I have talked heaps about changing careers, as you'll find out, she's not keen on me doing so, even though she changed careers herself. And my mum, well, you know what? I haven't really gone deep into the whole career change thing with her yet. You don't get to listen to me on the radio anymore. I know that must feel really bad. (laughs) The prospect of me not being on the radio. Well, I certainly enjoy it. It's, it. There is something special about turning on the radio and your son's talking. I mean, what did great. you What did you think the first time you heard that? Um, that it was very late at night. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit up very late or get up very early in the morning in order to hear it. Yeah, it was 1am to 6am, wasn't it? It was. So um, there wasn't a, lot of, uh, wasn't a lot of listening in those early <laughs> days. <laughs> That's good. Let me get better first before you had to listen. Have we ever had a conversation about my career, really? Uh, In what way? Yeah, we've talked about your career, but... But whether I should be doing it or not. No. Why? Why would would I have an opinion on what you should be doing? Why would my mother have an opinion on that? No, you don't have an opinion on that? Oh, what you should Maybe be we'll doing. Maybe we'll get to that. We've, we've had that discussion, Maddie. That we have. As my best friend, you've constantly questioning whether I should be doing this. <laughs> constantly, to no end. <laughs> so we are literally the opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I just follow, your, you know, just follow your dreams. And if that's what you enjoy doing, then keep doing it. But What did you think I was going to be as a kid? Uh, I thought you'd probably go into move, more of a movie television world before radio but mm. um yeah and was podcasting a thing back then no no so is it a thing now <laughs> no <laughs> 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 but 
but you know that was the thing. I think in year seven, you were you were lectured by one of your teachers with just that. You know, like uh, don't get too stuck on what you want to do when you grow up, so to speak, because the jobs you will be doing haven't even been inv- created or invented yet. So, mm. did I ever like want to be something? Was I like I'm going to be a fireman? No, your older brother was going to be the the yoga teaching fireman that was going to be a ski instructor. Mom, you- what? Yeah, he was going to be a ski a fireman and a ski instructor near a winery. <laughs> That is just like the hottest job in the world, isn't it? <laughs> it's got this image of this guy. It's like, he's so hot. <laughs> well, it started out as a fireman and then he went, we took him skiing at about 12, so then he was going to become a ski instructor and then he learned about the wine region and you could live near the beach, so then winemaking came into it. Yeah, so yeah, one out of three ain't bad. <laughs> he's a winemaker now. Yeah. Not, not too much snow in Margaret River. No, exactly. But I don't think you ever came out with that big, I'm going to be such and such. Did that worry you? That I didn't oh, have Lord. any plan? No. No, no, no. I No, you. Uh, I always felt you could do anything. And when you decided what it was, you would achieve it. Mm. You, have I decided? Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. Well, I'm turning 30 this week. Is there, is there any point... Where you want to step in and say, I think you should do something different because um, clearly this isn't working. <laughs> Marry well. Isn't <laughs> 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 so what they all used to say? At what point? Like, you know, because at the start of a career in media, which is what I went into, it's fairly flimsy. And broad. At what point do you go, um, maybe something a little bit more... Firm, maybe a little bit something more in control. I think our generation were like that. You know, we had to have, we had to know what we were doing, and we got a job, and we stayed in it for most of our lives. You know, mm. sometimes some of us, you know, certainly generation before us, never changed their jobs. I don't think I've ever worried because your generation changes their job constantly. You know, you move, you go sideways, it, 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 and you, it's just you've got more scope, and you, you know, mm. no, I, I don't worry. I figure one day you'll find the dream position whether it be you created or you get a job in, with somebody else i don't know mm. so yeah you just people just create their own jobs now don't they mm. very much so but i mean uh, like you say you're in media so it's fairly broad but in that same token i think you can change like if you decided you wanted to go back and study mm. you, you what do you mean go back to study <laughs> i never did it <laughs> oh i still remember that night applying 10 what, minutes to what did i apply for was it law number one, horticulture number two? No, I think it was horticulture number one and law is your second yeah. choice as a joke. <laughs> and I, I'm sitting there going, how much is this costing me if you're never going to go to uni? 20 bucks? And I'm like, oh, okay, just do it. <laughs> what, no, but what did you think as I'm putting down horticulture as my priority? You just wanted to see if you'd get accepted into uni. Now, Mads actually went to uni, not as a joke. She had an idea of what her career would look like, like she had it all planned. So I want to know how Maddie reached the decision to throw that out and to change careers. Oh, I remember having like a nervous breakdown before applications were due. It was like the day that they were due and I had pretty good scores and I was like, oh, maybe I could do anything. But that like freaked me out completely. Like, so, is there too much choice? Like, yeah, now too what much do choice. I really want to do? Like, it was like, oh, if I can do anything, what what should I do? Mm. And so I was like freaking out. Um, and then I just I had a dream and I woke up and I was like, Mum, I think I know what I want to do. It starts with a P. I think it's like a physio. 
And she was like, oh, babe, do you know what that is? Like it's like bodies and movement. And I was like, ew, I don't want to touch. No, no. I was like, no, the other one, the one with the head, like, you know, people. And she was like, oh, psychology. I was like, yes, that's it. Well, so, well you could spell her because yeah, yeah. the silent P. So. <laughs> I mean, my scores were obviously not exceptional. <laughs> um, so then, I, yeah, I went on and did psych at uni, finished, and then everyone was applying for honours and I was like, peace out, I'm off to South America. Well, since then, you, you, you did market research. Mm-hmm. That's something I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't know what you do. I don't think anyone does. I'm not entirely sure people even in the industry know what it is. <laughs> like Pays well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this real like secret, like don't tell anyone that we ask people why they do what they do. <laughs> See, you've lost me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then now you have an acai food truck. I mean, that seemed like the next logical step. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you know what you want to do? Uh, I think I know what who I want to be, not what I want to do. So, like, who I want to be is happy, free, easy, mm. good within myself, good with my family and my friends. What I want to do, I think, will probably change every couple of years. <laughs> and I honestly think the people around me are super well aware of that and they're like, oh, cool, yeah. this is a new exciting thing for you. Like when I told people I was starting an SAE food truck, there was like two types of people in my life. There were the ones who were the career types who were like, what? How yeah. do you say that word? What are you doing? Yeah. And they just couldn't fathom I'd go from like a corporate job to a food truck. Yeah. I guess they're thinking about themselves. Like they can't imagine ever leaving That's their right. law job or whatever. They're yeah. too scared to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a leap. And then on the, on the flip side, there were these people that were like, that's the most courageous thing. I want to start a yeah. Mexican cantina. Yeah, and they're people who hate their jobs. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> so for Mads, it's a lifestyle change to something with more freedom. But then, like, why is she so against me changing my career? So then why are you so concerned when I'm flipping about into lots of different oh, jobs? I'm not, I'm not concerned that – I'm still not concerned about the job. I'm only ever concerned about you and whether – that's going to bring you the happiness and the mm. joy and the peace and the love and the tranquility within yourself. There's the psychologist speaking there. I don't care what you do. Like if you're like, I'm so happy gardening, I would be like, awesome. I actually am quite happy gardening. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> In his own little six by six, Tiny not house. anyone else's. Never done my garden. No. So you didn't want to stop me when I ran away to the circus and – tried to make it in media or whatever i think it no i didn't even i didn't even cross my mind to no. ever question stop it. you or question you because you were anything. doing what you loved mm. like you had a goal triple j and you got there yeah so what did you think when i i didn't get breakfast on triple j and i had to leave the station and then there was sort of nothing what did i think well i just thought th- something would land in your lap i was really excited Oh, you're always good in my ears. It's just, and it's one of those things as any mother, you know, you do. You enjoy hearing your own on the yeah. radio or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Same with your podcast now. Doesn't matter what you're talking about. I'll listen. It feels so good to hear that from mum. 
Like, of course it does. Never gets old. Actually, I can highly recommend forcing your loved ones to say they're proud of you on tape. But seriously, though, you kind of know your closest ones, whether that's mums or brothers or friends or fiancés, that they always support you. But hearing it out loud makes you feel like you can tackle that next stage head on. At least it does for me. Okay, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Is that where we were? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I can honestly see most. I don't know. I don't know. No. Well, it's good to have a focus of something else in your life. Mm. Okay, the first letter that comes into your mind when you wake up this morning. (laughs) Yeah, if it's a P, I'm going into psychology. (laughs) Oh, psychic. If I was psychic, maybe I'd know what I wanted to do. Oh, sweetie, it'll come. Basically, I need some help. Okay. You're literally doing market research now just in a different context. (laughs) (laughs) Do we do the same thing? We do the exact same thing. Oh, my God, high five. Yay! I get paid so much more. (laughs) (laughs) So you learned something today, Karen. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I actually learned a lot. And, like, I'm super lucky not just to still have my mum but to have a really close relationship with her as well. And I know that that's not the same for everyone, but I think it's important to talk to a different family member or a friend or someone who's super close to you because they're the ones who know you inside out. Next time on Seek Alternate Route. Life's not dress rehearsal. What do you want to feel? What do you want to do with you with those hours yep. that makes it feel like you're living? And look, the word authentic is also overcooked, but... It's a very real word. We'll discover you're way more than just your job title. And I'll meet a recruiter who will make me realise I have more skills than just playing songs. And the big question, is becoming a market researcher my next calling? Look, I don't think so, but we'll find out. I'll see you on the next episode of Seek Alternate Route, proudly brought to you by Seek. And if you've heard something in this episode you want to know more about, head to Seek Career Advice online to find expert advice, guidance and resources to help you find your dream job.